Hello. Hi everyone. Uh, yes, we're recording another podcast. We've recorded this before we left. When this goes live, we'll be uh, on the way to St. Helena. Yeah, so this uh, episode is titled Africa Burn or yeah. How Africa Burn Prepared Us for Crossing Oceans. Yeah, so we once we were already sailing. Maybe, uh, maybe for the people who don't know Africa Burn, maybe we should oh, yeah. just explain okay. what Africa Burn is. Yeah. So maybe some of you have heard of Burning Man, maybe some of you haven't. I don't even know. I always struggle when people ask me what is Africa Burn or what is uh, Burning Man. So people say, like, I had some music festivals. Like, no, it's no, it's nice. definitely not the music no. festival. It is sort of a festival in that it is a gathering of a lot of people to celebrate. That's in that way I would call it a festival, but it's also. Some people call it an art festival, which also it's closer than, than calling it a music festival because art is a big part of it. But it's mainly uh, a getting together of people to explore different ways of being together in a community. That's a nice for way to week, describe week, it. Week, for yeah. a whole week. So the yeah. one, the original is Burning Man in the US, which is in the Black Rock Desert in Nevada. Uh, the one we're talking about, Africa Burn, is in South Africa in the Karoo Desert. So uh, there's events like this, a lot of places, but like deserts is usually a place you go because, well, part of it is that it's, um, it's remote and it's like, it pushes you, yeah. It pushes your boundaries a little bit. Yeah. yeah. In a lot of ways, the the um, the surrounding, the the it being so hot and dry and often mm. very windy, dusty, uh, is part of it. But then the other part of it is other people, kind of can also push you. Mm-hmm. So it's like so, a yeah. it's like an exper- I think this is often been referred to as like an experimenting experimental pot. Yeah. Like you don't really know what's going to come out of it until. Like yeah. afterwards, um, but something always does come out of it, I think. Yeah. So it's also been called a temporary autonomous zone, which is, yeah, yeah I'm not going to go into what that is. But, yeah. uh, so there's, there's a lot of things to describe it. The reason we, we're making this episode now is that uh, Africa Burn is happening next week. Well, next week, week when you, well, next the week, week after. Uh, the week after you hear this, yeah. it will start. It's mm. the uh, last week of, of April. April. Like, um, when and we will probably in Saint Helena then we did consider going to Africa Burn this year and just uh, leaving our boat wherever we were and then um, going to Africa Burn but we decided not to do that we actually talked a lot about that in our episode choices so um, we just talked about a lot in general like. about choices but one of the choices was yeah. and one of the big choices yeah. you were thinking about then that's was what a I choice. mean the Africa Burn thing we've spoken about a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we wanted to now do an episode because I think I've noticed that like a lot of things now that we we're preparing for another passage is like actually a lot of things we we're only already used to doing mm. because I've been going to Africa Burn for many years. I think since 2013, I've been to any to every one of them. Except for COVID, yeah, obviously when there wasn't. Yeah. COVID, well, every episode, every every one that happened. Yeah. Um, so this will be the first one since then that I'm actually not it's, going to, but yeah. I feel like we're doing something similar in some ways, and that's what we'll talk about, in which ways it is similar. Yeah, so, um, do you want to start? Maybe. Okay. I guess the thing what I always want, like, feel like what Africa Burn is, what makes it special is that it is challenging. Yeah. You're going into a challenging environment, environment yeah. and the challenge is part of the appeal I mean the fact that it is is not that easy and definitely crossing an ocean also is not easy the other thing is more be more um, philosophical but I've, I've heard comparisons between deserts and oceans that they're mm-hmm. kind of the same one is water the other is no water but it's still like it's an open expanse and it's like one of the few places on earth, both deserts and oceans, where there's still like, it's just you in nature and like, you're confronted with the awesomeness of nature, like, I mean, in the way that it it can 
like it's it can be hard for for a human to survive both on the ocean and in the desert yeah. so i think that's definitely a comparison um i think um I mean, I love what you just said, okay, thanks. <laughs> but I, not but, and I think maybe for my own like flow uh, of thinking about this uh, comparison, it might be easier to start with um, the practicalities of yeah. um, of of the similarities. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, which is actually yeah. <laughs> what, what what reminded yeah. me of it just now. Yes. So like obviously like if you go to the desert for a week and it's like it's like really hard to get to a shop. Uh, well, there's no shops. You got to take there. all your water with you, yeah. all your food for the whole time that you're there, all your medical stuff that you yeah. need. So maybe one thing to mention about Burning Man and Africa Burn yeah. that there's no food stands. There's not. There's no money. There's no bars. Yeah. You bring everything. There's it's a decommodified zone, so there's no exchange of money. There's mm -hmm. also no bartering, which some people misunderstand there's no money and you just barter for things you give something and you get something no it's gifting you gift things to but other people without, and so yeah. but whatever you need so your water your food uh your shelter obviously you the you need to bring all those things for a full week um yeah so that alone i mean has helped us to live on the boat like we have to know that Everything that we need for the time that we're going to be doing the passage that we're going to be doing tomorrow has to be with us, including our water, um, our food, toilet paper. <laughs> very important. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess that's like just the practicality mm. of it, right? And then but, yeah, I, yeah, I think when we when we were doing our passage planning, we obviously looked a lot at. Uh, other boats, how they prepare, but then like just planning your food ahead for a week or a couple of weeks uh, is something that we were already like quite familiar with. It's like not something with like, oh, like what are you gonna cook for a whole mm. week if you can't go to the shop? But the other thing is fridge. On the boat, we actually have a fridge. On the Africa Burn, usually we don't have, but our fridge is also it's it's relatively small. Mm. And it's solar powered, so it's not cool below seven degrees the whole time, which is yeah. kind of similar to Africa burn. You have to be aware that you can't just stock up your fridge and mm -hmm. just pull out your stuff out of the fridge when you need it. You have to have like stuff that's going to last for a long time, well, for so the whole week in the heat. And for us, it's now for well two weeks, but then after that, we've, we're doing another passage of another two weeks. So it's like basically, we, instead of doing it for a week like you would do for Africa Burn, although we usually do two weeks because we often volunteer, go early to yeah. help, volunteer and help set up and then we stay a bit longer. So we we ended up going for two weeks last, I mean being out there for two weeks. But now we have to do it, well also for two weeks, but actually for even even longer, but mm. similar. Yeah, um, and I suppose also the, like you were saying earlier, the exposure to the elements is the same but different. Yeah. Well, you can hear the wind yeah. in the background probably. Yeah, you're constantly uh, exposed on the boat to the sun as well as in the desert. Yeah. But then also, the, I suppose the the elements are different, slightly different, but they're the well, same. Similar. I mean, the wind, I mean, wind the, is similar. We don't have dust though, no, <laughs> which is a major factor get, for Africa. You get wind. salt spray, which That's is almost <laughs> almost worse in some ways. And interestingly enough, when we were in Ludwitz, that was not while we were on the ocean, but we did get actually desert sand onto yes. our boat. Um, I'm sorry, now that you're mentioning the, the salt spritz on the desert dust, it just makes me think of like the unique animals that, as in the people that you yeah. get in Africa burn and the that, animals that you see in the ocean, that's yeah. kind of like... I, I guess that would be one of the big differences, like at Africa burn you're surrounded by people for the whole week. Yeah. At, on the ocean it'll just be the two of us yes so that's I mean, which is the also, complete opposite it's like on one hand like uh, being around that many people is quite it's quite challenging it's really challenging but on the other hand not being around people for that long it's is extremely less. challenging too so that's also like a beautiful um, co like comparison yeah, yeah exactly um, but yeah the sun making sure you protect you against itself against the sun you get very easily sunburned in the desert even easier yeah. on the ocean so that's definitely comparison I get sunstroke every time I go to Africa burn, burn on the first day like it's yeah. a rule 
Yeah. Although I didn't think I got it this year. Uh, well, I mean last time, last year. Mm, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not as yeah. bad. Mm. The other thing is hydration, drinking enough. Yeah, that's something that we didn't do in our last passage. Yeah, we didn't drink enough. Yeah. And I, that's also a big risk at Africa Burn. Not drinking enough water. Mm. Also, at some point, you're sweating so much, or you like that actually, or even if you drink, or if you haven't drunk in a while, like drinking just water is not even gonna replenish. So making sure you got like rehydrate and special special potions. Yes, like and, game and, and energy drinks. I mean, not energy drinks. drinks uh, yeah, sports drinks. Yeah. Yeah, it does help. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, cooking on Adam Burn versus yeah. cooking here. It's in a, some way similar. It's both very hard. Yeah, because at Africa Burn in the desert, you've got, you've often got the dust blowing through. And the wind blowing out yeah. your gas stove or dust getting into your food. Yeah. Apart from the fact that you probably have like, like there's so many things happening that you, it's hard to set aside time to mm. cook, which is kind of the same as on it's the actually, boat. It's actually very similar in that respect. On a passage, um, you're basically busy the whole time. Either you're resting or you're on watch, so it's mm. like very hard to find time Food to cook. It just doesn't seem to be that much of a priority and it for the first be. few days anyway. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it needs to be, because obviously you need food to keep yourself going. So yeah. I think just the fact of being aware that you have to make sure you protect yourself from the sun, from dehydration and from yeah not eating enough it's things that like and I think both those things both at Africa burn and on the boat they still are hard even though we know we have to be aware of it it's it, you kind of lose track of of the essentials that actually keep you Hap, like, happy ha and moving. functioning yeah, yeah. And functioning <laughs> as a as a human being the next thing I thought of now is uh, noise yeah so at Africa burn you are constantly um, surrounded by noise in the form of noise is like always like a negative thing you constantly uh, surrounded by sound usually um, sound systems yeah. parties happening um, but on the boats we don't have any of that but we've got oftentimes the wind is like blowing quite hectically or if we're running the engine that's like just it's like for me that, that equates exactly to yeah, which is so trying to sleep at Africa Bird. Next to a generator. It's, it would be literally as if the generator yeah. is like like literally one meter from you, which is like <laughs> your worst nightmare. So that's um, similar. Yeah, that so is. So the lack of sleep as a result yes. of that definitely is a... I mean, in, mm. on our passages, it's because just the two of us, we do four shifts on and off, so we, we can never sleep longer than four hours. Yeah, and the sleep is often broken uh, because, because obviously... Of the it, noise and Yeah, and it sometimes also takes... I mean, we definitely get less than four hours sleep because it takes a while to fall asleep, you wake up a bit earlier to get, ready. get, get, re get dressed for your shift. Um, so yeah, we don't get much sleep um, at all. And then I think like... I think that's probably like most of the practicalities. I thought that maybe we should go through the guiding principles for Africa Burn and see how yeah. they've been implemented in our yeah. lives since we've been living on a boat. Yeah. Because I was saying earlier. Have you downloaded them. I know. Do I just, know? I just, um, I didn't download them, but I just, uh, still have I, them I did a little search for okay, them cool. here. Um, radical inclusion. I'm not really sure we can. Yeah. Well. On this boat. We have to be inclusive of each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, radical inclusion at Africa Burn or Burning yeah. Man means that everyone should feel welcome. Welcome. So. And part which, of the which means experiment. Whatever yeah. your gender, your mm. sexual orientation, your um, nationality, your uh, ability or disability, your skin color, mm. your all those things. Uh, I think it's it's for me a very important part of Africa Burn, but I guess that's one. I mean, that's something that that we actually. It's how we live. We live anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, I guess, for us when we're cruising to come to new places and to see how yeah. people people of different backgrounds how they live together or maybe in yeah mm. where there could be friction, which I guess we'll explore. I mean get to see more of as we travel to new places I mean it's it's an interesting thing because on the one hand we want to go to new places and see how mm. how people live there but it's also can be quite uh, confronting if yeah. you see that 
people aren't living to, like that there are injustices or, or or people aren't I don't know what the right ways of saying it basically if there's there's racism or sexism or which to be honest some of like the parts of the sailing and cruising world we've seen is usually white middle class male dominated luckily not not completely and I think we've been lucky to meet a lot of people who, who also it's not that that they're bigots <laughs> but it is still like that is like kind of the, the the norm and it like I guess it becomes a thing where yeah it's like almost like yeah I mean one thing if you're you if we go meet other cruisers it's almost expected that you drink we di didn't drink alcohol for a while so it's like basically this there is or some stereotypes and some of them are like real so I think maybe that's something which we can try to spread as we go yeah. cruising I think we already do but maybe it's something to be stay conscious of that like mm -hmm. to spread radical inclusion as much as we can mm -hmm. I think we are but yeah uh, gifting gifting yeah so the principle of gifting at touched upon it a little bit no I, I first want to explain the oh. principle for people who don't know it because okay. I think the principles are beautiful they are I mean beautiful. They're the, the yeah. guiding principles for Africa burn but I feel like they're so beautiful that like it's nice to carry them on outside of a burn and uh, even people who do go to Africa burn I don't know especially people who go for the first time for a lot of people it's it's challenging to understand what they mean and to really mm integrate them so I uh, first want to explain it okay so which one are we Gift. talking gifting. <laughs> gifting yeah so as I mentioned that Africa burn like you do not barter you do not you you gift like which means you and a gift can be like for a lot of people they think of a physical thing to give to someone else which can be nice but often like just sharing some time or sharing a, a, a beautiful moment or a conversation with someone can be a much be more beautiful gift than anything else um, so it's definitely like uh, I mean I love all the principles but like also I guess it's, it's also like yeah high up for me I guess all of them are but, uh, and yeah as we cruising I mean it's always we all like sometimes when we, we brought some stuff with us that was like oh that would be nice to if we meet someone somewhere along the way to, to get, give us a gift to someone else probably possibly another cruiser or another boat, or maybe just people we meet along the way. So I think it's also a nice thing to to do. I mean, I think people in general, as we noticed, like most cruisers have been very giving in in with their sharing their knowledge and their experience. So I do feel like it's it's almost like yeah. It is part of the cruising lifestyle. It just reminded me we watched rewatched uh, this week Waterworld, and there the rule is of like drifters, so the mm. people who sail on their boats and who are like usually by themselves. So when they meet each other, the rule is that you have to have an exchange. Have an exchange. Yeah. That's like the rule of the drifters. So it's like actually, I mean, the fact that they put that in Waterworld is probably because it is something that like kind of like resonates with people who, who are sailors or cruisers. So. I think yeah, it's also a beautiful one that we probably will be able to integrate in our cruising. I mean, we, we already are, mm. but I think that one is might be one that's more common among cruisers. I think, I mean, mm. the people we've met seem to be very, very giving. What's quite nice is uh, in uh, Lido, it's we spoke about people. Um, Andy gifted us a dinghy. Oh, yeah. And, instance, yeah. and and we hold held on to our second dinghy thinking maybe it'll come in handy but it's just really taking up space so we were able to now give the dinghy onto else. somebody else that that uh, that we've gotten to know here that also works here um, and and also the dinghy that Andy gave us was gifted to him yeah so it's like it's you passing basically on. <laughs> yeah. pass things on yeah. because yeah. you don't want to waste things yes. I guess that's another part of it yeah so yeah I didn't think of that that's true it's mm. a very beautiful example of yeah. gifting that we already have experienced have experienced both as receiving and and yeah. giving and like here at the Volvis Bay Yacht Club um, the lady Antoinette in the office 
she gifted us a ride to town today to go and check out of customs and to go take us to the shops and yeah. it was a really nice uh, yeah. like way to like the last day we didn't have to spend running around uh, as we usually do she yeah. did it she basically did it for us yeah, <laughs> so, so that's yeah. Very nice, yeah. Um, decommodification, I'm not really sure. Yeah, well, yeah. decommodification is the principle is so no exchange of money, but it also means like no, I mean, not even just money. When it's about capitalism, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So it also means like if you go to Africa Burn, like if you have a company car mm. with your logo on the side, you put something over your logo mm. so you're not. And you definitely don't go there to promote your product because yeah. like the whole thing with gifting could be like oh wow that could be a nice thing for our company to go there and give away things yeah it's like no that's that's not that's, how it that's works. not that's not gonna fly you won't like you actually literally won't be even allowed to do that and it's also go because it goes against one of the main principles so the whole idea is that like it's uh, one of the few places where money actually isn't isn't uh, there's these signs that you always see? Uh, I think it was at Africa Burn. It might have been at a different bird, which says your money is no good here, mm. which is obviously the opposite as what yeah. you usually see at like roadside shops. So, so your money is good here. You can spend your money here. It's like no, your money is no good here. It's like it's it's worthless. You can't use it for anything. Which is the same for us when we're at sea. Like yeah, you can't. Money is not going to do any good. No, <laughs> like, no exactly. Like, like yeah, obviously, once you come to to land again uh, in a marina when you go to the shops but it's like it is nice to be some like a while be somewhere where there's no exchange of money yeah I was just thinking like from a even from like a, a mind space perspective it's like in the normal in the world in the normal world mm. you like constantly affronted with like this capitalistic kind of uh, way of thinking it's like How much all the cost? big billboards yeah. and like in your magazines like all the adverts for things that you should buy for how, telling you how you should live like Africa Burn is a unique experience where you can like that's completely not in your mind space like yeah. in your what is in your mind space is what's happening like immediately yeah. in front of you and that's one of the that's the next principle it's one of the principles that we'll get to just now but we can talk about it now no no just go yeah. on the list otherwise you might forget one Okay, so the next one, which I think is very much in practice here, is radical self-reliance. That is the main principle of yeah. cruising and sailing, is like, you have to rely on yourself. There's yeah. no one else to bail you out if things would go, like, pear-shaped. So yeah, radical self-reliance, I think, and I guess that's, maybe we, like, it, in that way, I think Africa Burn did prepare because yeah. like especially in, in a Western consumer based society you are hardly ever need to rely on yourself if your car breaks down you phone someone if if whatever you happen you phone someone and someone will come bail you out basically I mean bail you out sounds yeah. bad but like come help you yeah. um, and at Africa Burn or at, at Burning Man like yeah that's that's not how it works you have to be able to take care of yourself mm -hmm. that's I mean, it's a very important part, which means, for instance, bringing enough water, and bringing feed, enough food, yeah. bringing uh, the right shelter so you, you you can hide from, I mean, protect yourself from the sun mm. so you can sleep. So it's definitely, and I think for me, I think it might have been the principle that, like, that was the most interesting for, maybe also the most challenging is me coming from Belgium. I think here in South Africa, people are much more... Or, or in Africa in general, much more self-reliant anyway, because you have to be, mm. uh, I guess, yeah? I mean, I, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, sorry. I feel I'm, really proud of that, yeah. that we are, and that's not to say that I've always been, but I... Th you like, definitely are more than, than the average European. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of how much more self-reliant uh, I've become. Mm. I was talking about it a bit, a bit earlier, did I interrupt your train of thought? No, 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 go ahead. Like, just... You know, I've been doing things that I never ever thought I would ever do. Like, you mean here on the boat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at Africa Burn also, but this is like a di different level. Like, because um, at, at Africa Burn, yeah. there will be other people who can help you. The yeah. Because the, the, the interesting thing is about all these principles is that they overlap and sometimes they conflict. Yeah. But the principle should be that you should be able to. You shouldn't. You should to plan to look after yourself. Which and doesn't and mean that other people won't be yeah, there to help exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I really like. 
that one a lot. Radical yeah. self-reliance. Because oh, it, it, is, it is a really nice one. And I think that's also a beautiful thing about Africa Burn is um, it obviously depends on how much you interact with Africa Burn, how much you participate. Because the more you participate, the more you will get to know sides of yourself that you didn't even know existed. Mm. Um, because you're now exposing yourself to things that you wouldn't do in the normal world. And also, you are pushing your boundaries. You're like, hey, I don't know how to do this, but I'm showing up and I'm, and I'm willing. Try, and I'm trying. So I'm, you, I'm learning. Next thing you know, you're doing something you like, that before. you never even thought that you, that you would ever do. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening on this on boat. The boat that's true. <laughs> no, it's very yeah. true. And I think for me, like, I definitely noticed going to Africa Burn. And before I went to Africa Burn, I went to the European regional burn, which yeah. is called Nowhere. It definitely helped me to, um, but Africa Burn probably even more, to realize that like actually I can do way more than I think I can yeah. just by being pushed to actually try it for yourself mm. not relying on someone else to do it for you it gives you the option to remove the fear mm. because oftentimes like we don't do stuff because we're afraid of failing or we're afraid that we don't know how to do it and like here's the opportunity to like be like hey it's okay mm. <laughs> if you don't know how to do it you'll know how to do it once you start like like after yeah, you've started learn, or after you've tried learn, yeah. and you'll learn as you go and i think that's really beautiful yeah. yeah i mean it is also a big challenge you're on the boat we get we get oh, like yeah. frustrated like totally frustrated every other yeah. day we get we, whenever we try a new thing the first time we try it, it we'll fail <laughs> we'll fail and then you're yeah. like ready to give up but then mm. it's like okay well let's try again and learn from the mistake and then actually you try it second time it works or the third time or fourth time but mm -hmm. then there's a real feeling of like achievement achievement yeah. that you actually figured out how to do something and you didn't even have to rely on someone else telling you how to mm. do it you figured it out yourself yeah uh, which is really yeah it's really empowering and I think yeah for me that would be like probably one of the big reasons I would recommend people who are like interested in going to Africa burn Yes. at all to go because it it will probably open your your mind and your eyes in, in a lot of ways you didn't expect it to totally good so the next one is radical self-expression oh that's a nice one that's <laughs> yeah. i think that's the one that most people seem to love at at the burn mm. i mean it's also nice to see people ex embrace mm -hmm. that so radical self-expression basically express yourself if you've always thought like oh i would love to be a unicorn at Africa Burn, then be a unicorn. <laughs> or if you want to, if you've always felt like I would love to just feel free enough to walk around in the nude, mm. then you can do that. Yeah. And there's like, I if mean, an expression expression yeah. is also is different for everyone, which sometimes, uh, I mean, it's not that common, but there is almost like this like burner outfits. If you look mm. at burner outfits online, you'll see like this is the outfit yeah. you wear at Burning Man or at Africa Burn, and that's like that's completely the opposite of radical self-expression because yeah. now you're expressing what some you group, think you should fit yeah, some, me. some yeah. whatever is the what what is the norm there, which is yeah. completely not what it's about. No. I mean, obviously for some people that's what they love to wear, and like please go ahead and wear that then. Mm. But like there's definitely like. And like, yeah, it's, I mean, the way I dress now is like totally a result of me going to not just Africa Burn, but to, to nowhere before. Like, yeah. the, like I, I, I would, after the first time I went, like actually the whole year in between, I would be looking for cool clothes that I thought like, oh, that'll be nice to wear there. Because you want to like... Yeah, you feel free enough to wear all the stuff you would normally never wear. Like if, you want to, if you're wear, a man and you want to feel, you know how it feels to wear a dress, yeah. wear a dress. Like, no one's, it's totally, this is a place to do it. Yeah, but also yeah. even just like, if, if there's like, sometimes you, you go to a shop and you see certain clothes or something, or you see someone wear something, and it's yeah. like, I could never pull that off. That's like, that's <laughs> the kind of thing that like, that should be the thing that you feel like, okay, yeah. but here I can because this is where I'm invited to do that. Yeah. Because so it becomes, whatever hap happens there with your self-expression becomes, like you kind of give it permission to come out and then you feel more confidence to bring it out into the world. Yeah. Like, so that's, you know? that's so what I wanted to say. Like beautiful. I was look, looking yeah. for cool outfits yeah. and then I had this whole wardrobe of cool outfits that I would wear one week a year. And then I started to realize like, why don't I wear this every day? Like yeah. why am I like limiting myself? And since then, like my outfits have gotten so much more colorful. Mm. And now like, I, like, yeah. 
and it's become so normal for me and I was actually thinking about it today that's also maybe a cool thing if you go to places like I mean I wouldn't say that Walvis Bay is like held back but like I guess people dress usually dress quite conservatively so just like going to the shops and just being myself not that I'm even conscious mm. of it but then after it's like maybe I don't know maybe I can inspire someone else also to like mm. wow that that's like yeah to wear to wear whatever they feel like and mm. um, yeah so it is I mean yeah like I said all the principles are like so so big but I, I feel like it's, it's the one that like a lot of people seem to resonate with a lot I think the, the, the one thing that I like about this one is that you know like as a woman mm. I was gonna say girl I'm not mm. a girl anymore <laughs> well, <you are. laughs> I'm a girl and a woman yeah like there's this idea that like you should be dressed dressed a certain way that you should be like prim and proper and like it's not really who I am you know like so for a long time that's what I tried to be I tried to be like the one who takes care of everyone and whatever I am that also but it's not the only aspect like I'm also the one who wants to get dirty and like get dusty and get grease on my hands and not have to dress up and, and be pretty like that's more mm. who I am and so that's another way mm. of expressing yourself um, yeah. radical self-expression and also the self-expression also comes through the art like yeah or just expressing yeah. your own personality I mean yes. I, like, I guess like as, as humans we are so yeah visually centered that mm. like who you are is what you look like but actually who you are is how you interact with people yes. and what, what your expression can be anything singing yeah. dancing talking to people or the opposite just not mm. not I mean yeah whatever you feel like you is your true expression is like is is what you, you can explore there but and you also, combine it to also like if your true expression today is to be sad, like exactly, don't that's be also that. yeah. that's it. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah. You don't have to be anything other than what you are, what you really are. Yeah, mm. well, that's that's true. Yeah, I think I think that's actually something that I did. I think I found that at Africa Burn that actually, and also experiences after Africa Burn that, um, like just being okay with not having to fit in or make other people feel okay like just because everybody else is doing this thing to be able to say actually i don't want to do that thing and mm. be and everybody's actually okay with it mm. like just to that that got built up okay next well we? actually we didn't talk about how that is i mean i did talk a little bit about but that part of our the boat i guess the thing is which we've learned yes. like there's there is this idea what yeah. a sailing yacht is yeah. and i guess we've got like a small relatively mm. old and not pristine boats <laughs> especially compared to some of like yeah. the fancy yeah. brand new big catamarans yeah. you see and i guess it's also like no that's cool like our mm. boat is our boat and we are like even how we dress like the other day we were like we just been working on the boat and we were wearing our dirty clothes mm. and it's like well screw it like whatever yeah. we feel like is fine and i think that's also i mean we talked a little bit about it in the episode we talked about the expectations versus reality of sailing where you expect like everyone to be like yachtis be, be like in the white then, crispy clothes yeah it's yeah. like well most yachtis aren't because you're working on your boat and you're getting dirty yeah. so i guess it is also part of and i guess with, like seeing different boats like also just appreciating that our boats is also an expression of who we are and yeah. it doesn't need to be the same as anyone else's yeah. like we yeah i guess we had a well for me i had a bit of a uh, like realization the other a couple of weeks ago when there was this the boat is still here it's a big black boat looks like a pirate's boat it's really mm. beautiful but it was like parked where we are right, <laughs> right next to us right yeah. next to us and it was like messy as hell on, on the deck Thank and I was like that is so liberating like I love these people I love that they just like yeah. are doing it because it gives me a little bit of freedom yeah. because there's like this image that you think that you're supposed to be portraying like oh like your boat's supposed to be all pristine and like yeah. everything's supposed to be neat and in its place but fuck that is really hard to do <laughs> like, yeah. you know it's just not like really doable for everybody and i think yeah. that's if you, this is our home we have to make yeah. it work for us um and i i think those guys just gave me like a little bit yeah. of a good feeling i'm also still thinking like when we need to at some point we'll have to Put another layer of paint on our boat yeah. i'm like so keen to get, to get away from the white yes. blue yeah. which is basically that's the colors boats are they're white and blue yeah and variation shades of white and shades of blue from like beige and like mm. off white to 
and same with blue, like navy blue to light blue, but yeah. like actually let's just paint it in the colors mm. we want it to be. Yeah. It's like, and also I've even thought like when we need to get new cells, almost all the cells are white, except now some of are black because there's new high-tech mm. cells. It's like, I'd love to get pink cells. Or, yeah, brighter the better. Yeah, which only um, really spinnakers often are, but like I'd be keen to, to get another, another color. I'm going to pause now for a toilet break yeah, so and we can continue. Yeah, so you toilet wiggle. Yeah. So yeah, that would remind me actually toilets. Going to the toilet at Africa Burn <laughs> and going to the toilet at, on the boat are both like yeah. challenging. Yeah. You take it so for granted just being able to like use a toilet. I would say it's even more challenging on a boat. So at, at Africa Burn you use the, well it's not I'm really push, long drops. I haven't pushed play yet. I have pushed play. Did you? I did push play. Oh, it's very sneaky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> did you? Okay, you did. Okay, carry on. Um, yeah, at Africa Burn, the toilets are... They used to be long drops, so basically just a hole in the ground. Now they actually compost the, the... So it's like you sit up high up, like, with a beautiful view. Yeah. Which is very nice, but on the other hand, it's also very challenging, because you're basically half exposed, which is... Mm. So a lot of people can be challenging. You want to be on the toilet, like in privacy. <laughs> Plus, having to queue for a toilet, which I guess is, yeah. But yeah, anyway, it can be, or even just finding the nearest toilet when you're out there can be hard. Uh, being on the boat, like, yeah, we've got a, a toilet that flushes with um, seawater. Sea we've decided, well, Kay's decided that we're not using toilet. I mean, we are using toilet paper, obviously, but we're not flushing the toilet paper. First of all, because it's uh, takes a long time to uh, disintegrate, mm. uh, but second of all, it also would risk uh, clogging, the, clogging the which is a last thing you want to have yeah. on the boat. But like, yeah, when you're at sea, you're like the boat's moving sideways, yeah. and like, yeah, just also the chances you you having to go inside, like actually going to the toilet, like might make you seasick. So it's like. It can be very challenging. Yeah, I think on the way here, I remember at some point saying like, "I'm not going in. I'm just going to pee in the cockpit." And I just <laughs> had a wee, uh, just like squatted down in the <laughs> cockpit and had a wee. Which drains out into the ocean. Yeah, it does. It does go out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's extremely challenging the toilets. Um, yeah. So that's that's uh, another. Yeah. Comparison. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah, so I did say earlier that I feel like the toilets at Africa Moon are way more breezy and yeah. enjoyable. Actually, I really enjoy the toilets there, but it's also really helped me because we're living in such a small space, and Demi takes a dump like seven <laughs> times a day, and like you know, right, yeah, <laughs> but we're right in each other's space. Like I might be sleeping in bed, and the the toilets or the head is like right there, so the smells wafting through and stuff. Like you just get really like we. I never thought that I would like pee, like have a poo in front of anyone or in the same even someone in the same room, let alone like right next right to. next to you with the door wide open. Like so, that's boundaries definitely been <laughs> shattered, dissolved. <laughs> okay, cool. Communal efforts. Communal efforts. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, at Africa Burn. I guess mm. the whole thing, like, apart from radical self-reliance, the other part of it is that you're all doing this together, so you you are working together to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, um, apart from gifting to other people, there's also just the, the fact that, like, you, you want to help each other, because it's mm. like things are challenging enough as it is. Yeah. Which also, part of it is um, volunteering. Like, yeah. But that uh, comes under participation, but yeah. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like it's also, well... I guess it's not just yeah. yeah. But coming if it like we're building, we, we, we all built the city together. We're all we, building it together. Like we are all in it together. We all. And whatever you yeah. Yeah. Whatever you bring, how like is part of the whole experience. Mm. So you don't just come there. So the thing is that Africa Burn there's like there's no stages with acts, but there's also there are artworks, but all the artworks are built by people who contribute mm. the art. It's not like paid. I mean, they do get some grants and then yeah. like some some uh, some of their costs are, are refunded. But it's like everyone brings something, mm. and yeah, that's. I mean, that's the only way to make a place like Africa Burn possible or an event. But it also is like what yeah, which is, which makes it. I mean, maybe in line with your with 
radical self-expression, like mm -hmm. figuring out what your contribution, contribution is yeah. to the communal efforts. Yeah. Uh, I guess on the on sailing, I mean, it does feel like a community. Even the people here at the yacht club, or just people who like everyone's like today, as, as people knew we were leaving, everyone was just like uh, safe travels and. Uh, so there's that part of it, which is like people who, like in the whole world around, sit, like mm. cruising, like at the yacht clubs, like everyone feels like you, you're even the people who aren't doing it themselves feel part of the community. But yeah. then the community of actually sailors or cruisers um, definitely feels like it's definitely a community. Like you definitely feel like there's a bond, and you're you're definitely going to help each other out. Uh, but you also you feel like you're sharing and then some some something really profound yeah i think um i mean i'm just thinking of my, like the last africa burn like i took on quite a bit of responsibility we all did mm. actually but you did a whole lot yeah like, probably too much so did you because you were like my right there but yeah yeah but it was um, because i did it because <laughs> i saw you were <laughs> suffering and i was like nah like but I was, yeah. what I wanted yeah. to say is communal effort, like something happened when I landed on site is that I just felt like completely like open, like like you all, I felt like every, I was responsible for everyone there, which was huge, but at the same time, I'd just been given this like capacity to be able to, not that I did take care of everybody, that's like it's not really possible, but it felt like I could, like I, I was like holding, also embracing what was happening there and I know like many people probably having the same experience but that's I feel you know if if it, I think it happens naturally in time but I think also what this uh, what this guiding principle is trying to express is that um, if you like don't freeload like really be part of the community mm. don't just come there because you want to get completely wasted and like be completely self-absorbed for the whole week like you can get wasted but like just to realize that it's you're not alone like you are part mm, of the community thing, the thing yeah I, I guess yeah it is like there, there is that like I've, I've known people who just decided like as an experiment they wanted to go to Africa burn and not bring anything and just live off of the land which is not the land which is basically living of what other community. people are giving yeah and it's like I mean, the, I'm sure that could be a rewarding experience in another context, but like basically then you're a freeloader and you're just like relying on other people and actually just because people brought enough food and water and stuff to share, you just assuming that someone's going to give it to you isn't like that just goes against like one of the, uh, yeah, well, what it is about. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess it is an important one and it, I guess it's one that like, most people probably who go yeah. like might not be so aware of or, or yes. might might not Especially actually for the first time, yeah. like actually um yeah fully fully embrace yeah. um yeah but yeah but i think uh, i guess that's the difference with with sailing where it's like it's almost like a given we have to both be giving a hundred percent and yeah, doing also, our parts. Yeah, but yeah. I think also, I mean, that's like apart from the, what we said about gifting, like the people we've met, like it is, it seems to be that it kind of comes with cruising, that it's almost yeah. like yes. you do take care of each other. Yeah. I feel like we've been really like taken care of. It's not like people have given us things. No. I mean, some people have given us things what it, and some people, I mean, most people haven't, but what I'm trying to say is like, it's a, people know that we are kind of getting into this and we're quite new and they're extremely supportive yeah. and encouraging and that's that's what it is it's yeah like, and also yeah. people just asking like please people who are more experienced please yeah. share your tracking details yes. so we can keep an eye on where you're going yeah. and that we know you're safe yeah which is also feels very like feels like you're being held by other people who like have more experience and you want to make sure you're you're okay yeah Okay, civic, Next principle. Civic responsibility. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So, this sounds very dry, but it's like <laughs> it's really important. It's, it is. Again, it goes quite nicely with the with the communal yeah. um, effort. 
You want to like talk a little bit about it? Just take responsibility for everybody around you. If you see something like looking a bit dodgy, go check up on the person or like say something or like don't just let bad things happen. happen because <laughs> like, like someone you are else will take, yeah, yeah, everyone is. Yeah. And I guess well, as we were saying at, at Africa Burn, definitely volunteering is, is a big part of it because yeah. it is volunteer run, yeah. even though there are a few people who are just because it's such a big thing to organize that are paid for it to be around but mm -hmm. basically it is a completely volunteer run yeah um but the which also means yeah sorry yeah carry on sorry I'm no 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 i was interrupting you but uh like volunteering is also such a such a rewarding thing to do but uh, i mean yes volunteering is like absolutely going to give you a completely different burn experience than if you just showed up and like did your thing but what I want to say is like, so even if you aren't volunteering, just like civic responsibility is saying yeah, that even if you aren't volunteering, you're still taking responsibility, responsibility. for the community and for it's everybody's true. experience at the community. That's true. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, like if you see someone who's, who, who needs help, just go see if you can help them. Yeah. If you see some situation that looks dangerous, mm. like report it. Rep yeah. either, either talk to someone who can can look into it or we'll actually it. even better yeah. like the, just go talk to people themselves yeah. and say like well this structure doesn't look safe or mm -hmm. your camp or is like um maybe you should should look into that yeah uh so that is definitely yeah it's like creating a culture of care yeah which is, which like is really why it so goes so well with communal yeah, effort. communal effort yeah. um i think on related to sailing civic responsibility mm. when you do your day skipper course when you mm. learn the basics of sailing or when you do the VHF when you learn how to do use a VHF when someone calls a mayday so someone is in 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 grave and imminent danger you whoever is nearby is required by maritime law to assist if they can mm. safely do so yeah. so it's like i think civic responsibility is Probably in a way, part has been part of maritime law, literally law, like much more than in land-based mm. law. Um, but I think it's like, yeah, I think it's also like when you are out in the ocean, there is, there is no one else mm. to to take care of you. So whoever whoever is there, you need to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. Also means like if we would see like in the middle of the ocean a big Container ship, ship, oh yeah, yeah. A, a container floating, or, or you see a ship dumping oil or something. Mm -hmm. You will, like, yeah, because yeah. there's, there's no police, so there's no one else to to actually even witness it. So civic responsibility, I think, is like kind of a almost a given in sailing. Yeah, I feel like also like just for our little family on the boat, mm. like like we we have to take care of each other. Of like even though. I mean, we do, there's like that natural like, that. safety stuff, but then there's also the other stuff which hap that happens quite easily with us is just being like gentle with each other because it is a very stressful kind of situation. But I, I mean, sometimes you know. I do lose my shit, but I mean, it's always <laughs> very uh, supportive and understanding. <laughs> so, uh, I think... I mean, the yeah. other part is, I guess also, either in the marina when you see, when there's strong winds and you see one of the boats is like, yes. their, their lines are, aren't tight yeah. enough or their boat is getting damaged, then you will will take care of each other's yeah. boat. If you see another boat dragging coming, anchor, yeah. you'll like, help them, if you can. Help them yeah. and if no one's on board, then you will actually try to save their boat. Well, if so, a boat comes in, you offer to take yeah. their lines to make it a little bit easier for yeah. them, stuff like that. So I think that's definitely one that is mm. like much more given in, in sailing and in cruising life than it is in, 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 in regular yeah. regular world, which is actually very, very nice. Yeah. Um, leaving no trace. Oh, very important. Yeah. I mean, I think that's something we've like, like, I mean, for me, and I think for you even more is like just like so almost like such a given I mean leave no trace basically means you whatever you bring you don't leave like you definitely do not leave trash but even like more basic you just make sure that the place is better after you've left than it was before uh, which is very important when you go into Africa burn or somewhere where you're in the middle of the desert which is just a very pristine landscape you don't want to that afterwards it looks like a complete dump mm. um, and yeah it's it is very important there 
but like you said, like I think for us that's almost like uh, why, like actually I can get so I so frustrated when I see someone even just uh, just dumping like a cigarette bud or, or a, a wrapper of, of, of a sweet or anything just on the floor. It's like, just like why? And now I'm talking about default world. Obviously, at Africa burn like would totally not be acceptable, not acceptable. but like in, in the default yeah. world for a lot of people seem to just like not even bother to put something in a trash can but it also goes nicely with subject responsibility because like so sometimes things happen without you knowing or mm. with, without your in, your intention yeah. for it to happen and like then somebody else can take the responsibility if they see that to like remove it yeah or you know, uh, even yeah. better alert you so you don't do it uh, like the so, it doesn't, so it doesn't continue happening yeah. Yeah. yeah but I guess on the board it is very much like whatever we bring on our passage mm -hmm. we like we, we get like before you go to Africa burn you you basically get rid of all the ex extra packaging yes. of all your stuff because exactly. you have to bring it Take back in back. the trash yeah. with the trash anyway uh, you also have to have a system of like keeping your trash organized so you can bring it home. Uh, on the boat it's the same thing, yeah. we can't, I mean, uh, I was actually like really surprised when I was reading Bernard Moitessier's book, who's like where he feels like he's a like iconic sailor, we'll, we'll do an, uh, a podcast episode just about him, or a few other sailing icons, but like he's like when you, when you read how he is, like he's so one with the ocean and nature and at some point I think he he had too much diesel or something and he just throws it overboard. This was in the 60s where I think like environmental awareness was maybe not such a given but it's like how can you be so like do something like that and yeah. even in like more like recent books like um, Philosophy of Sailing mm -hmm. where basically he said like well I obviously don't throw plastic overboard but tin cans kind of like they will disintegrate quite quickly so I'll, I will throw them overboard and I think like that's so wrong even if it mm. only takes like a while to disintegrate it's still something that you shouldn't be there shouldn't be there yeah. and like if you didn't want to go sailing then no it wouldn't be dumped there yeah. and like the oceans are like I mean we, yeah. yeah and like we, we we live close to the beach before we went sailing so we and obviously when we're sailing we go for beach walks so often luckily in Namibia it's not so bad but in Cape Town all the beaches are just littered with plastic and it's not just people who go to the beach who leave trash but just trash that washes up microplastics and, microplastics and like yeah. some p parts of the ocean you're in the middle of the ocean and all of a sudden you'll have a plastic patch mm. because all the plastic just because uh, all the plastic that people do not dispose of properly ends up eventually in the oceans mm. and the oceans of I saw a statistic that like in I don't know how many years there'll be more plastic in the ocean than fish mm. it's like just gets me so angry so like definitely leave no trace is such a big part of it and I wish more I mean I think most sailors are quite aware of it but especially like fishing boats and like big like bigger commercial boats seem to be like yeah just the kind of stuff you see floating around and often it's like that definitely came off a ship and it doesn't matter if they were I mean, just we've heard of people we've seen it personally people throw but their trash overboard yeah, just stump it. anyway can we just move on because i think we're going on a bit of a rant no it's an important one it i is. want to go on a rant about this my rant wasn't finished okay continue no well but uh, like yeah i feel like people should speak up more about these things it's no terrible. i know it is terrible but uh, yeah. not bad yeah i think yeah. the people we're speaking to really know no i know yeah. but it's just I guess it's just saying like on the one hand for us it's also like yeah I mean the fact that also like we 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 get rid of all the extra packaging as we're provisioning and we make sure we've got enough space for well we take all the garbage and whenever we come to land we will dispose of it so I guess it's so important but yeah especially out in the ocean like just seeing plastic float around like is in this beautiful nature and then there's this thing which isn't supposed mm. to be there. Okay, yeah. now we can move on. Okay. Uh, participation. Also falls very much in line with like the civic responsibility the and communal, and effort. communal yeah. effort. But yeah. at Africa Burn, I guess it's the thing is like, as we said, there's no main stage. There's nothing like there's no program. There's nothing put up by the organization. 
It's like whatever happens there is whatever people bring. So participation and like also there's no spectators, like that's actually the main thing. Like you don't go there to see things, you go there to participate. You are like you are the event, like um which uh it's also can be very eye opening and very like rewarding to realize that like yeah, you you are a reason why other people come there too. Um Participation, like, I mean, I guess the thing is, like, like, yeah, when you're sailing, there's no way to be a spectator, like, I mean, I guess there are, like, when we see the cruise ships, <laughs> or if you go on a charter where everything is done for you, but it feels so foreign to me from what we're doing, that, like, I mean, I guess for some people that's what they want to do, they want to pay a lot of money and then be pampered and be in a nice environment, but not have to do anything, but it's, like, completely the opposite of... What we're doing like everything is like if if we don't do something it's not going to happen and things need to happen because otherwise the boat is not going to get to where it needs to be or it, we're not even not going to be safe yeah so i mean I, I must say like there are times when i'm on the boats and i'm like i wish that i didn't have to do anything at all yeah. <laughs> especially when you know you're not feeling well or you see sick all the boats like moving around and it's just not like easy to do things then i'm like why isn't there like one person on this boat who can do all the things that we don't then I don't yeah. have to do it but like it's just not like it's not possible no well and, not, and not, not for the way we do it no we way. could we could get a bigger boat and we could get crew to do things for us but that's, but that's not, also not so, the not experience what, it's no. not what we, what uh, we also like we've been our lives have been really enriched by yeah so it can be challenging having to do all these yeah, things yeah exactly because yeah. I, I think maybe both of us we're like if mm. if we didn't have to do anything, we'd be happy to just lie on the couch the whole day. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically why we've been in Walvis Bay for three months and hardly anything happened on the boat because it's what we had, end up doing or going out to eat or so. It's not entirely true. It's no, just, no, it's no. Also, the never-ending to-do list. I know, yeah. I know, but there is that part of like yeah. I mean, I guess human nature that we both have, like yeah. where it's sometimes you want to just la like lay back, which is cool, but like when we're sailing. That's not an option, and like it's like we have a nine to five job that we don't get paid for. <laughs> yeah, well, and except it's not nine to five; it's twenty four seven. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that the part of it has been yeah. that, like, yeah, even when you're completely dead tired and you like don't mm -hmm. think you've got the energy, but the sail needs to be taken down because yeah. it's too like, or it needs to be reefed or whatever because yeah. it's too much wind, and it's you just do it because you have to. Yeah, you have to dig deep and just yeah, because also it's. It's a matter of like, like make, making sure that no damage gets done to the boat, or that, um, like, to alleviate future maintenance and mm. also like safety. To keep the boat safe, safety. Yeah, keeping yourself yeah. safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the next one is immediacy. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. Immediacy. Oh, it's mm. also at, at the burn. Like I've, I've noticed. Like that's one which I've, I've might have like found the hardest to embrace like often at burns because at Africa burn basically like whatever is happening now is happening now but like it's not like oh I'll, I'll go do this thing like you see something mm -hmm. happening and it's like oh that's cool maybe I'll do that later mm -hmm. and then later you go there and it's not happening anymore because that that just happened there was mm -hmm. something happening then and you lost the moment you yeah. lost the moment and I've had it where there was like a cool DJ set and I thought like oh that would be cool to go see that DJ set and then I didn't go and it's like still like it's still haunting me today, which is also just silly because that's things in my head. But like basically that, yeah, yeah. You, if you don't, like, yeah, you have to realize that any moment is it's just happening now, and it's gone the next moment. Same thing on the on the boat. Like immediacy, the wind picks up, then now all of a sudden there's a lot of wind. Not like okay, let's like Kay said, like let's maybe we can look into that like reef the sail in, in, in like half tomorrow. an hour or yeah. something or we'll we'll get to that later it's like no you actually have to do. so uh, on the boat it's actually there's not even a choice immediacy is there like like also the weather can change from one minute to the next uh and that's just like that's just unavoidable mm -hmm. so i guess it, it does put you more in touch with that like because you're just forced to do that yep mm. um each one teach one Oh, that's also a nice one. Yeah. That's basically the 11th principle. So Burning Man is 10 principle, 
uh, Africa Burn decided to add this one, each one teach one, which is also a beautiful one. I only learned recently that it actually ca uh, goes back to, at least in, in America, to the time of slavery where uh, slaves weren't educated, so whatever anyone knew they would teach each other, which was actually illegal. Sure. But I think it's it's broader than that. It's like, yeah, whatever you knowledge you have, you share and you actually uplift the community by doing that. But I think yeah, also just the principles, like, I guess for a lot of people who come to Africa Burn, they might not be aware of these principles of they might have like heard of them somewhere, but like the only way to make sure that everyone understands these and actually embraces them is if everyone teaches each other. So yeah. I think also like I think we've actually experienced a lot of that um, in the sailing world. Mm. Like, there's maybe it's a bit of a cheat, but there's like tons of YouTube videos that show you mm. how to do things. Like whenever we really don't know how to do something or we can't find it in our manual then and just YouTube it. Somebody, yeah. Some guy's done it, or at least if he doesn't, hasn't done it exactly on what you are working, you might get a clue from what they've done. Mm. Um, and then just like from reading uh, books on sailing, or like the like where people have done like a little memoir kind of vibe of, of their trips, um, you pick up little tips and tricks here and there, and uh, yeah, because there's a lot, there's a lot of information yeah. out there, and uh, also lots of advice from well, other sailors. Well, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Because, like, Often I'll look up something on YouTube or in a book, mm. but it's not exactly what yeah. actually I need because it's just. And I've learned so much from these people, like mm. saying like, "Ah, oh, struggling with that," and it's like, "Oh no, you should try this," mm. or like actually, for instance, our our rigging, the fact that we can check our rigging ourselves. Mm. Like if someone hadn't told, told us, us yeah. that, we, we wouldn't, wouldn't even, even know. Of doing it, yeah. So actually, it's also I think one of the things that are like almost a given like like we said like we've been gifted so much advice by different people but I, I feel like it's almost a given in, in sailing and in cruising world to be like to yeah that everyone does share the knowledge which is like yeah really nice and like I guess that's why we're doing this podcast because we want to be part of that and like whoever wants to learn these things themselves can maybe learn from we can maybe teach some other people the things we've been we've learned ourselves so yeah also a very nice principle mm. i think that's all of them hey all 11. yes and i think sorry just about each one teach one like that's how a lot of these big artworks mm. at africa burn happened is like people volunteer <laughs> to do things that they've never done before i mean obviously there's an overseer somebody with the vision and there's for engineers the and there's like well, actual well, professionals for, for each separate artwork yeah and there is like some oversight of like yeah. if you build a big artwork there has to be signed exactly. up by an engineer That's so it's safe saying. yeah yeah um but for the people who actually build it um, a, a lot of the time it's people who haven't like had to use a hammer or, yeah. or actually or, or you wouldn't yeah. wouldn't call themselves artists yes, in, exactly. in the default world and now you're an artist and you're actually building an art piece exactly and I think it's really beautiful um, in that what happens naturally is that you go there for the first time like not knowing really what it's all about and like if you continue going year after year i think it's a natural progression for a lot of people where you get more and more involved um you volunteer and participate more and something comes out of it like one of our good friends was just saying um how they went to their first africa burn last year but they now want to like get they first of all are getting more involved by doing uh, creating a theme camp this year and also an artwork like mm. the second time they're going to africa burn and then like they're really seeing a, a future for themselves where they can um, do this kind of stuff more often so mm. it's like really empowering it's really amazing yeah yeah, so I don't know if there's anything else you want to say about the comparisons between Africa Burn Well, and I wanted to actually say like the, one of the main differences. Yes. Africa Burn, Burning Man, burn. You burn stuff. <laughs> yeah, we water it. Water stuff. Yeah, well, I just wanted to say like, just you, some yeah. of the artworks, not all of them, but yes. some of the massive artworks are burnt at the end of, or during the event. Mm -hmm. And it's like beautiful getting together around the big fire, which is such a... Like, Transformation. Yeah, and also like it goes back to like sitting around the fire. Like mm. it's actually something I think that's so baked into humans that like when you see a fire, it just sparks, draws you in. like draws yeah. you in because yeah. it's 
such a, like for generations, for thousands of years, that's what people have done. And at a on a boat, that's the last thing you want. <laughs> it's <laughs> something to burn. Like if your boat goes up in flames, it's like yeah. So even the small fire is like it's not an option. I was actually thinking about it. Last weekend we went to Swakopmund, which is just next town, next to Walvis Bay, to meet actually Brian, who's like very much involved with uh, yeah. Africa Burn. Um, but then we we were at the campsite and we had some wood to to cook on, like to do a brine, and we had a lot of wood left over, so we made a big fire. And actually, I was just enjoying the fire because I realized, like, well, we're definitely not gonna have a fire like the big fire from Africa Burn. This is gonna be. I mean, we'll hopefully go to beautiful places where we can maybe make a fire on the beach or, and and sit around the fire with people we'll we'll meet. But like, yeah, that is one thing we'll all miss about not going to Africa Burn, like the fire. It's like it's such a yeah. Just also like the fires, apart from the big burns, like the big outwards burning, just people having like a small f a fire at their campsite or at the team camp and just sitting around the fire, especially at night when it gets really cold, it's like, yeah. So that's definitely one of the differences. And I think also, like the one thing that, yes, like we do have community here and mm. there is definitely community at Africa Burn, but like the, our close knit of friends yeah. that we have, all the friends that we've made, yeah. Africa Burn, it's like... Which actually, most, like, uh, not most, but a lot of the friends we have in Cape yeah. Town, I, we've met or, or somehow are connected via Africa Burn. Not everyone, but yeah. it is a big part of our social circle, so... So it feels like the there's like the space that is held by everyone that we know, and there's like the space that we are going into, which is not... Yeah, which is the opposite. That doesn't include that. Yeah. yeah, that's just the two of us and yeah. our little dog Coco. Yeah, which is... It's the challenge, which is actually, <laughs> I guess that's where yeah. then the connection is again with Africa Burn. We, we go to Africa Burn because it's challenging. Yeah. We're doing this crossing an ocean because it's challenging. Yeah. And not only to afterwards say like, I've been able to do this, mm. but also from... Because it enriches you from doing something which you thought you would never be able to do. Yeah. Especially... We sometimes still hear people is like, no, you can't do it in a small boat like we're doing yeah. it, like a small sailboat. It's like, actually, we can and we will do it and it'll... People have done it in much smaller yeah. vessels. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, one thing would be is like to to tell yourself or other people, like, look, I've done this. But yeah. I think that's that's not really what it's mm -hmm. about. It's actually just for what, what it does to you. I think it's something that happens along the way. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We're very much looking forward to our next our passage. Well, I am. Are we getting there? I'm it's feeling a, a bit nervous, but also excited now. I, which I guess is a little yeah. bit like when you're preparing for Africa Burn. Yeah. You're like is, yeah. you're a bit anxious because you know it's going to be a big thing. You just don't know what it's going to be, and there's going to be challenging <laughs> things. Yeah. There's going to be amazing things, but you don't know what. Like, mm. like and, and like yeah, sometimes it can can be like shit also. <laughs> But usually, <laughs> the overall experience is like worthwhile, yeah. otherwise we wouldn't have keep gone keep. every year. I mean, we yeah. wouldn't keep going back to it. Mm. So yeah, everyone who is going, yeah, I think have, have fun yeah. and embrace all of it. And we'll be thinking of you all, wherever yeah. we are. We'll like be very mindful of the fact that you're going to be out there. Yeah, um, and we'll be back once we've, yeah. we're done with our sailing adventure, which we don't even know when that will be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you're hearing this, if you're hearing it as, as we bring it live, we'll be somewhere in between mm. Walvis Bay and St. Helena, somewhere on the South Atlantic. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, enjoy Africa Burn. If you're not going to Africa Burn, enjoy whatever you're doing. I mm. uh, hope you're enjoying our podcasts. We're definitely enjoying making them. Mm. And yeah, we'll have another one next week, which hopefully will be from St. Helena. Yeah, and we'll tell you how it went. <laughs> okay, till then. Bye. Bye.